0: good morning good afternoon good evening depending on what time frame you're in and you're listening to Wrapped in Yahweh I want to thank you for tuning in because today's episode is going to be about our plans does God not want us to have plans I don't think so I think God does allow us to have plans because um You know, we have free will. However, submitting our plans to our Heavenly Father means that we have pushed aside our own desires, our own, you know, and sometimes it could be a flesh, our fleshly desires. Doesn't necessarily mean that our desires are not good. They're not pure. But it does mean that even though my desires may be good and from a good heart, right, I am humbling myself, I'm submitting myself to God, and I'm submitting my plans to him. Does that mean God is going to say, away with your plans, I don't want anything to do with your plans? No, it means exactly what he said he is. He said, he said, I'm sorry, it means that his ways are higher than ours, that your plans could be totally good plans, pure plans, coming from a good heart and godly. But God's plans are higher than that. Like, you, you couldn't even imagine what he wants to accomplish in your life and in your family's life. When you submit your plans to God, that means everything that you thought of, that you imagined, would be a total restoration for your family. Anything that you can think of at that moment that you have thought of, his plans for you. His desires are good and they're higher than that, far beyond than what you could ever imagine. And so this is why we submit our plans to God. Now, on the other hand, you could have really bad plans. You could have bad intentions and it could come from an impure heart, an impure heart. And so, you know, it's definitely both situations definitely requires a humbleness on um on a child of God to submit our own plans to God so that he will direct our steps that doesn't mean we may not here's one thing you can um, count on is that it doesn't mean you're offline with God it doesn't mean you're you're out of tune it doesn't mean you're you know you're not in alignment with his plans but it does mean that when you submit your plans to God he makes those plans in alignment with his and if they are so far off of his plans yes yes as our almighty Father who gives good gifts, who loves you far beyond the way you could ever imagine, if he says away with it, and I have something better for you, that's why. That's why we do it. Because we don't know what that better is. We don't know what, co- what is going to come from that better plan. And uh, you can be sure that it's going to be good for you. It's going to benefit you. And we may not see it we have faith and we trust in God that he's going to make it so that not just us, you know, and not just us, we benefit from it, but more people benefit from it. And this is called fruitfulness. So this is why we submit our plans. So the first scripture that I really want to talk about is Habakkuk chapter two. It is writing the vision down. After these episodes, we are going to discuss why we should do that and what that would entail for our lives and our families. So we'll be right back. In Ecclesiastes 5.9, The Bible says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their efforts. For if either falls, his companion can lift him up. But pity to the one who falls without another to lift him up. Also, if two lie down together, they can keep warm, but how can one person alone. Keep warm. And if somebody overpowers one person, two can resist him. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. I want to encourage you. Are you somebody who has really consistently been praying, but you feel like maybe you need an extra boost? Would you commit today to seek out and search out somebody who's close to you, somebody in your church, somebody you're easily able to uh, get along with, to become a prayer partner where you're able to pray over each other and each other's circumstances. And again, you know, Jesus says that where two or three are gathered, there I am. So there's that threefold cord and it cannot be easily broken. It's very strong. So please, if God is putting this in your heart today as I speak and the Holy Spirit um, convicts, if it is you, if you're the one who is desiring a prayer partner, seek them out. Search for them because God will give you the grace. He will put those people in your place. They're there, but find them. Seek them and search them and ask the Holy Spirit to lead you to that person, that one person who will then become your prayer partner and help you. Build your foundation on the rock, Jesus Christ, together. We'll be back. And we're back to Wrapped in Yahweh. What we're talking about is we're going to turn to Habakkuk chapter 2. I think it's in verse 23, where God says, Write the vision plain on tablets. Now, we don't write on tablets anymore, you know. The world has evolved. We write on paper. We write on notebooks, okay? So basically, God is telling us to write the vision down. On your notebook, on your paper, in your journal, whatever it is, write it down. Make it plain. Making it plain means make it in plain English so that you can understand it. Make it simple, you know. Don't try and put some big words out there as if God can't understand what you're already going to write in the first place. He already knew you were going to do this, right? So write it plain. Exactly what you need. Exactly what you saw, right? So that the herald can run with it. Now, the herald... Is a person that delivers good news. So, God is good. Visions that He gives us are good v- visions for our life, right? He wants us to write these visions down so that we can plainly understand it in 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 our hearts, right? Easier said than done, right? We can write that down, but as soon as we go back into the real world, into our real lives and we do our jobs and we, we, we spend time with our family and we have these issues and these problems of day-to-day life, here's the thing. Here's where patience has to take its place, right? Because not all of us have matured spiritually in the fruit of patience. And with patience, you can wait. And you can wait well. Some of us wait and we don't wait well. We wait. We we realize we're in a season of waiting or waiting on that vision, but we don't wait well. We get worried and anxious. And we get all, you know, tied up and and angry and upset and bitter and frustrated. And that's not the waiting that God wants us to to do. The waiting that God envisions for our life is the waiting where we mount up on wings like eagles and soar. Where we come above, we rise above the problems and the things that we can't see. Where he says come up higher and we come up higher and we actually see what we thought we didn't and would never be able to see, right? That's the vision. And that takes time and that takes patience. Some of us haven't matured in the area of patience yet. And so the vision to us seems like it's lost, seems like it's so far off that it probably won't happen. But here's the promise. Because God said, if you write it down and you wait well, right, here's what I promise you, that it's not going to delay. No, it's not going to delay. It will surely come to pass. And God is not a man that he should lie. Amen? So if you are in need of encouragement today, and you're looking for hope, I would suggest that you would open up your Bible, find the promises of God that he's promised every believer in Christ Jesus hold on to those promises, write them down submit your plans to God, good plans, pure plans, godly plans and he'll direct your steps and everything that you write down, ask for it, seek for it, keep knocking for it, and Jesus said you shall receive it keep asking keep seeking and keep knocking until the next episode remember to always stay wrapped in Yahweh remember that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior of the whole world just believe on him and you and your house shall be saved and remember to be led by Holy Spirit I love you guys and I'll see you in the next one What a pleasure it is for you guys to continue to listen to this episode for Wrapped in Yahweh. Listen, if you are enjoying this podcast, if you're enjoying the ministry, if this ministry is blessing you in some type of way with encouragement or just comfort and love and edification, would you consider sending a testimony, a thank you, whatever it is, a story about how we have encouraged you or blessed you in in your life right now, in this season of your life? Um, send it to wrappedinyahweh at gmail.com. If, with your permission, I'm able to talk about your testimonies or your stories and even read your thank yous um, on my podcast, I would love to start doing that. So that's wrappedinyahweh at gmail.com. That is where you can send it. My Instagram is being revamped right now. So right now, send it to my email. Stay tuned because the salvation message begins now. Hi, friends. We have reached the end of this segment, And you know I'm going to leave you with this one scripture, John 12, 32 through 33. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. And he was speaking of the death that he would suffer, which was crucifixion. Through everything that we're going through today I want to remind you and bring you back to where it all really matters and that is Jesus Christ and the cross it is only because of his shed blood that we stand here today and that we are redeemed friends we are all sinners you me the world we need a Savior and Jesus is saved us he took my place he took my death on the cross it's that's what I deserved for sinning against our eternal Creator Yahweh that is what I deserved but he took my place he took your place he he died for the sins of the whole world and you no longer have to live in condemnation You no longer have to do the things that we used to do. Because when you come to Jesus, you are a new creation. You follow him and he'll show you the way, why? Because he is the way, he's the truth, he is the life. It's all about him, it's all about him. In the book of Revelation, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. He is the only reason that we have salvation today. If we didn't have Jesus, if it wasn't for him and what he did on the cross. If he didn't shed his blood, we'd all be going to hell. And let me tell you something. I don't need need to explain what hell is. It's not a place, it's not a vacation of a a hot vacation where you're gonna be down there partying with every other sinner who didn't accept Jesus Christ as their savior. It won't be like that. It'll be torment. You'll feel alone. You'll be in a place of outer darkness. You'll be thirsty but you'll never, it'll never be quenched. You'll be burning, but you'll never be consumed. And let me tell you, the Bible says you'll want to die, but you never will. Because hell is eternal. Because God is eternal and heaven is eternal, hell is eternal too. This is why you'll be down there forever. You'll hear the the screams and the cries of those who did just what you did, if you don't accept the Lord Jesus Christ, if you don't believe on him. If you try and come up into heaven, to the Father any other way, you're a thief and a robber. But if you put your trust, if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, on who he is, he is God. On what he did, he died for our sins on the cross. And he rose again on the third day. If you believe on him, then you are saved. Will you accept Jesus? Will you come to him? Let him change you. Let him make you into a new creation. I'll see you guys next week.